Hello, my friends. This is Andy coming to you live from Orange County, California, and I'm joined with my special guest star, Hedia. <laughs> <laughs> no special guest here, folks. Uh, just a real quick um, um, show that I wanted to come on here just to to talk to you about uh, something that um, I, I can't I can't say I can't say that it's it's me doing it. It is us doing it. <laughs> It is us, um, but um, we're going to uh, just uh, kind of pre-announce. It's not completely pushed out there, but what I wanted to do is tell you that I'm joining an organization uh, called the California Parents Alliance, right? With no S on the end of parents. Oh, no? Parent Alliance. Parent Alliance. I better get to know the name of the organization that I'm going to be president of. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good, babe. And uh, and so what I wanted to tell you all is that we're going to be looking for people to join us here in Orange County because this organization is statewide. Yes. Um, we have a large group of people in the Ventura County area, Los Angeles yes. area. And now with the addition of us, uh, we are um, bringing in Orange County. Yes. If you're in San Diego and you want to be a part of this, it's an organization where we are going to be addressing all the things that are attacking our children. And us as parents. Yes. And educating uh, the general public about all the things that pose a threat to our children and our families. And because of the work that Hedy and I have been doing on our devotional, on the Andy Falco show, uh, the um, Placentia Herbal Linda School District, uh, school board meetings and broadcasting those, we uh, got on some people's radars and uh, radar. I think there's only one radar. Uh, radar. There could and- be multiple radars. <laughs> And they asked if I would um, uh, lead the group. And so they're going to be proposing that um, in, a, in a meeting, I think the meeting is taking place right now. In the, the beginning, first the first one, the yes. The first stage uh, with the board. Uh, they're going to be uh, bringing it to the board for their approval. And then they'll take it to a vote. And so, um, but it looks pretty good. <laughs> it looks pretty good like that's going to happen. And so they were mostly waiting for me to agree, essentially, again, us to agree. But um you, uh, but um, I come by default. Yeah. So we're going to be I'm a uh, fringe benefit. Uh, we have some pretty um, strong people yes. uh, that are in this organization. We're very excited. Are, we would you would consider celebrities uh, uh, on a certain level. Um, politicians, um, business owners, entrepreneurs. And um, and so it's it's we're going to I and the reason I want to come on is uh, number one is to ask any of you that are in the local area that are willing to work. Don't tell me that you're going to join this organization, be a part of it, and come in with all these ideas and do nothing. Um, the reason I say that, not because of I'm trying to be all that. It's just I have experience. I've been the president of other organizations where everybody had all kinds of great ideas. But it ended in, in the end, I ended up doing a majority of the, the And you know thing. that's the reality of nonprofits. I know. So uh, I really would like to find some people that are interested. And you don't have to be in Orange County. Uh, I'm just saying if you are, that's fantastic. Uh, but um, just people that will go out and sp- that will uh, network, that will hand out flyers, hand out flyers, uh, get membership. Yes. Um, get people to join and uh, participate as a member. We're going to be addressing uh, sex education in the schools, CRT in the schools. Uh, Mask of course, mandates. Masking mandates. Vaccine Vaccine mandates. Thank you. You're amazing. Sorry. That's why we're partners. No, that's awesome. What else can you think of? That's it. <laughs> We're going to be looking at the different um, uh, candidates that will be, um, uh, you know, 
hoping that they're going to get elected. It, whether it's uh, mayors or school board members, we'll obviously be focusing a lot on school boards, uh, but uh, it's important who's governor, right? And we yes. want to make sure and vet the right governor. We think uh, for us, we think Larry Elder is the right place, the right way to go. But the most important thing is getting out to the current governor. That's the most important thing. Then I don't really care who you vote for after that. Vote yes to get him out, and then we will uh, see who becomes governor. But again, I, we're uh, leaning towards Larry uh, Elder. And they're they're attacking him like crazy right now. Right, good sign it means you must be doing something right. What what, sh- what should we say about? Uh, so it's just conservative because we have different faiths yes. that are going to be in this all, organization. All I, I, we do a, a daily devotional. It's a Christian based show, and I, I I want to make sure and say that this isn't only for Christians. Right, it's for anybody that loves their kids and right. wants uh, children to. Um, be raised by their parents and not by the teachers, liberal teachers in particular. Right. So I definitely say it was conservative, but yeah. not, um, but not entirely Christian for sure. Correct. Um, the other thing, I think the timing is right. It, it, the, one of the things that really caused me to, to make the decision to agree um, to, to join this group and to also be um, the, spearheading it. the spearheading it is that I think the timing is really good right now, um, especially and unfortunately, what's happening in Afghanistan, we, I don't want what's happening in Afghanistan to be happening. I don't want uh, all that to be happening. But what I think is happening is the liberal ideas, the socialist ideas, the Marxist ideas are really beginning to show how evil they are. And how destructive. Destructive they are to families, um, to our community. And we see what liberal teachings have done to these people that are currently in leadership uh, that are um, really have an odd um, perspective of what the United States is all about. Um, they've forgotten uh, that we are the land of the brave, uh, that we are not a, a racist country. That's, that's not who we are. We are one of the most giving countries, if not the most giving country on the planet. So we can see that if we... If we do anything right now, it's we really need to affect the schools to to get some of these things that are trying to be forced on our kids. And, and they're looking at themselves as they are. They know more. Uh, they they know more of what our children should be learning than we do as parents. They, they're, they're taking our job of raising uh, moral, um, intelligent, critical thinking uh, children, uh, they're taking that job away from us. And I think, uh, in California, we have to be mindful. I mean, I spent many years and my daughter was first raised in the DC Metro area and we were a refugee resettlement zone. Mm-hmm. And so I think with the influx, the massive inf- influx of illegal immigration, along with a lot of refugees, we need to consider how that impacts our school, our mm-hmm. schools and the learning at the schools, because in the DC Metro area, we had to accommodate for social emotional deficiencies, language uh, difficulties, cultural differences that really impacted the way the kids learn together. And so we need to get ahead of that curve before it totally overwhelms our school systems. Absolutely. We're about to be overwhelmed. Thousands of <clears throat> immigrants are coming in in our open border. And now, now we have the additional Afghanis that are going to be uh, brought to this country. So, And then we have, uh, what did they say, about 100 different nations have, have been identified uh, uh, immigrants coming through. Right. Illegally. They're not just Mexicans or no. Spanish speaking. This whole idea that it's, uh, you know, that it's Mexico <laughs> is uh, another lie that they're, they're, they're telling you, but we have to be prepared for that influx of children that are going to be coming in. 
uh, to our schools and they're being sent by the busloads to your community. Um, no matter where you're at, by the busloads in the middle of the night. Um, I do want to just really quick as a little side note, um, you have a really uh, amazing article coming out tomorrow in the Christian Post. I'm excited. Uh, and I think it's important whether you're a Christian or not. It, there's uh, obviously you put a couple of Christian references references yes, in there. It's an opportunity for the gospel. But I do believe that what you wrote in this article will it, it, um, it is it needs to be heard by everyone. Not just it's quite scathing, not commentary. just Christians. Do you want to give like, can you give like a little synopsis of what, what your article is um, without giving away too much? Because we want to make sure that they go to Christian Post. That's, that's who's uh, well, asked you to write. The synopsis is ultimately our failure in Afghanistan is a spiritual one. Our policies were, were are reflective of our godlessness, mm-hmm. that we are not answerable as a government and our leaders are not answerable to God for their behavior, which has led to rampant corruption deception, uh, ill-advised strategy that is heartless. The fact that we, we abandon thousands of Americans and insist on an arbitrary deadline and don't revise our policy or our exit strategy is just, it's cold. Mm. And the Lord said the hearts will grow cold in the last days. And it's just, it epitomizes everything that's wrong with um, our leaders and our leadership right now. Mm. And so, um yeah, I write a pretty scathing uh, expose on that. I know I say this all the time. Those of you that have watched me before talk about Hedia's articles, I say, oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> this, is the best. this one blows all the other ones away. The oh, other ones were fantastic. I don't know the, what the next word after fantastic is, but uh, this hits home. It's timely. It addresses exactly the issues in in our world and what's happening. And that what's happening in Afghanistan isn't a, just a U.S. problem, American yeah. problem. This is this this problem is going to affect nations all over the world. And I I didn't convey this in the article, but what I'm trying to convey as a former Muslim is you do not win points mm. with Muslims and radical Muslims at that by being godless. They see that as weakness. Mm. Uh, because if you don't answer to the higher authority or the sovereign God, however you portray him or see him, um, you're weak and undisciplined and immoral and, and engage in, in godless behavior. So the, the argument is often that we shouldn't infuse our religious values, but it's quite the contrary. We should be infusing our religious values, not imposing them, mm-hmm. but infusing them, that we are governed by um, sound, God-inspired principles, you know, respect for religious liberty, for freedom of the individual, for um, morality, ethics. morality. Yeah, these the are all things. Thing. I mean, what I'm hearing- And they're not very different, you yeah. know, between Islam and, and Christianity in terms of moral laws. Mm. So there's nothing that that would- discourage them by hearing we stand on those principles. Actually, it makes us much more formidable an opponent. Right. Morality is uh, a huge issue. I mean, just how we got, how, I don't know what I want to say we, I'm not included in this, but how the dude in the White House um, exited Afghanistan was unmoral. It, when you leave, when you take the ar- when you take the armed forces out first, before you take out the people. It's cold. It's heartless. It's like, what are you thinking? It's, it's not without morals. That's, that's the kind of thing you do. Exactly. Right? You go, because okay, there are numbers on a page. Right. Morals not. would say, okay, what do we need to do to protect the people that aren't armed? 
that aren't protected, that need help. How, how do we do that first? Right. The people that helped us in Afghanistan, the translators, how do we help them? They're surely going to be scared. And what they do instead, uh, which is lack of morality, is they blame them for the failure. Right. And so we can look at every issue, and uh, including the corruption, uh, is a, a sign of the lack of morale. Um, morality. Um, it's probably not the right way to say that, but the no, morals, lack yeah, of morals. It, it is lack of morality. And people want to say that morale, um, now they say morality is subjective. It's not. Hmm. Morality comes from God. Yeah. And as I said, Muslims b believe in a lot of the same principles because they borrowed a lot of them from Jesus. <laughs> so uh, tons of, of uh, references in Islam and the Quran are from Christ. Hmm. So it is, they understand that language of discipline and morality. And right. we chose to remove it and led to um, just pure ridicule right. um, from them as they look at our, our failure. And to bring it back to the parent, um, the California Parent uh, Alliance is the organization that uh, I've been asked to, um, to, to lead. Um, the, I think now that we were talking about this, it's just given me that the, the, the issue with our schools is the lack of morality also when yes. it comes to sex education, when it comes to masking our kids. I, I actually, I meant to bring this article. There's a new article talking about how, um, how worthless masks are based on studies that have been done. another science-based thing that they're going to ignore. And that, uh, that, um, uh, the issue of of masking our children, taking away a little bit of their personality because you can't see the facial expressions from child to child or child to, to teacher to. And, and I got to tell you, it's so ironic. And somebody said this early on, I read this article mm. about somebody commenting on how ironic is it that Westerners, people who um, cherish liberty, put a cover on a, on the face of our children, similar to what Muslims do in radical Islamic nations, mm -hmm. which with the niqab covering the faces of women and that we would allow that to be this continual form of subjection of our population. It just shows how far we've gone mm -hmm. from the enshrined liberty that, that God has given us. Yep. So true. And we can go on, but uh, this is what we're going to be addressing. We are going to be um, hitting it hard here in September is the first meeting. Yes. And so after that, we'll be, you'll see a lot of this, um, but really think about joining us. So whether you just join as a, as a, a member, uh, or if you want to be uh, more active, it, it, there's all levels just to support us um, would be of course the first um, step, but then to actively be a part of the organization would be fantastic too. Um, WWTS1. I think that is. Yeah. So who do you guys recommend to vote for in the upcoming election? Well, um, you were not earlier. That means California, I'm right? assuming California. Um, if that, uh, yeah, I guess that's assuming that. <laughs> we're looking at Larry Elder. Uh, nobody's perfect. We're never going to find the perfect human being. There's only one perfect person that ever walked this planet. And he's the only time he's coming back is to take us away. <laughs> um, but um, uh, Larry Elder, although there may be a flaw here or there, uh, the policies that he's pushing that we listened to him speak at our church the other day, and uh, those policies line up with much of what we believe in. So, And I tell people all the time, yeah, this whole thing about a person's like, did he have a girlfriend or not? And just the accusations leveled against him. What we try to explain is that uh, 
Larry Elder's policies and his opinions are well known. He's been a radio personality for decades. Right. So it's not like he's making this up as part of a political a really platform. Point. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that he stands on these conservative principles is something that's documented. Yeah. And so we have every reason to believe he'll stand on those principles um, as governor. So important. Yes. We need to do that before. <laughs> it's not like the guy, you know, who yes. comes just in because like, politicians, I, I mean, you got like makeup this, stuff. Like you got uh, Dementia Joe. He it's whatever is going to get him elected is what he says. Exactly. Right? He says one thing during the campaign. He is doing something completely different in the White House. Exactly. And so that's so important to have somebody that has a, a running history of saying things when they weren't politicians and exactly. probably not even thinking about being a politician. Exactly. Which is even more important and, and more telling. That was awesome. Uh, wait, there's lots of candidates, by there's like 30 or something uh, candidates. Yeah, and mind you, we actually really, the way the voting system works, we don't really care which one of them you vote for. <laughs> because um, the one with the greatest number of votes is the one that gets um, elected as long as it's 51% more than um, Newsom. Right. So quite frankly, as long as you vote Newsom out and vote for one of uh, the other Republican candidates, we're, we're fine with that. Um, we happen we happen to prefer Larry Elder, but you know whatever it may be, folks. And I think there are some other really good candidates, <clears throat> um, and so we could you could make an argument. The I don't know, John, just say John Smith. John Smith is um, you know has really good policies. He's a strong you know family man. Family man. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing they can write about him bad. But if they don't, if nobody knows him, right? That is a, that is unfortunately a, a really yeah, and God knows if he's going to be a good politician or yes. not. Some of them, I think, are uh, I don't know, doctors or other yep. businessmen. I mean, you have no idea what um, power does to a person. So without a track record, without um, public name recognition, um, they may seem like great people, but did they have the ability to lead? It's an important, it's an important quality. Absolutely. Oh, no, it looks like they must have taken it down. This, come on. Oh, there it is. All right, I'm going to put this. Uh, this is a really good article. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to put it in the comments. This is the science of masking kids at school remains uncertain. And uh, one of the, the the most important things that you will get out of this article is that you, uh, you know, you have parents that are willing to mask their children based on something. They there's no science to to say that it actually works. It, it, I mean, they even put it on ourselves. It's kind of ridiculous, but there is nothing uh, in the scientific realm. Uh, and I've been talking about this for uh, over a year uh, that uh, show me the science that says this, this works. And all we have is science that says that it doesn't work, that the, 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 uh, the virus itself is so small that it goes right through the paper, goes right through the cloth that you think is protecting you. Uh, that even the N95, I think it's called, is, yeah. that, that, that is, is a, a better barrier. But even with that, um, with being worn all day, even if kids wore that, being worn all day, the snot and the slobber and the movement of the hands and that kind of stuff, still... Uh, for a doctor who wears it properly, where it's fitted properly. And changed and, every single time he yes. does a new procedure. Yes. But um, yeah, so I'm going to post this article. Just go ahead and read it. It's an important one um, that when you're hearing people, I'm going to send it to my school board and to the supervisor there at uh, Placentia Lorbeland High School and say, here again, uh, understanding also, hey, cat, <laughs> uh, that mandates uh, are not law. And and they are subject to the immoral and corrupt um, pressure that's being um, 
utilized by the teachers association. So it's unions, lobbying, money uh, that's being, that's forcing our elected officials to succumb to the pressure to mask children because not even our cities and, you know, most of our counties are not mass. We don't have mass mandates for indoor Mm -hmm. activity, but they're masking the children who have such a, in, to, in like a minute portion that are actually getting COVID and getting severely ill. Yeah. And it's not happening. Um, so anyway, I, I put the link there uh, in the, uh, in the comments. If you can't find it, or it's not showing up. Let me know and I'll send it to you in messenger. But uh, again, one more time, we're, um, we are joining <laughs> the California parent Alliance uh, organization where um, we will be addressing uh, these things. And also we didn't talk about teachers unions. That's going to be one of, they're going to be one of our targets. Yes. Uh, as we move forward here, we're going to have a lot of targets and we're not, we're not going to try it. We're really, the plan is not to reinvent the wheel. If there's an organization that we can get behind and support this. Yes. And Creating so uh, I just want you to understand we're going to create networks uh, with those organizations that are, have already maybe done some of the heavy lifting, right. maybe have already have a following on that one specific subject matter, and we will join forces with them. Uh, again, finding the politicians that uh, we can support will uh, be more And that's really how this recall that. came to be, where it's just a, such disparate groups. If you went to those anti-Newsom rallies, they were like this panoply of... <laughs> disparate groups that just got together over this issue. And I think that's what California Parent Alliance is all about too, is getting Mm -hmm. people who strongly believe in a central principle of defending our children against the onslaught of, you know, immoral godless ideas that are affecting their well-being. And we don't care what walk of life you come from, whether it's an Orthodox Jewish community or an atheist anti-vaccine community or conservative Christian that we just believe in protecting our kids against the oppression and tyranny of the state. Right. Speaking of kids. Speaking of kids. <laughs> so um, uh, just stay tuned. We want you to think about and consider uh, joining us, being a part of the organization on one level or another, uh, depending on how hard you want to work. If you don't want to work and just want to support it financially, you obviously can do that too. Uh, but really think about what it is um, that you want to do with this organization. It is, in this, it is a group that's already that's already been created. Uh, they already have members, they already have board members. So it's up and running and we're just now going to uh, make it move forward. And, uh, and you'll you know, hear more of, about what we're doing in the near future. September something is the next meeting. So um, right after that, uh, once everything gets going, we will be shouting it out from the mountaintops. All right, anything else, Hedia, that you can think of? I think that's it. All right, so good. Thank you for being my guest on my show. Oh, anytime. All right. I happen awesome. to be a captive audience. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to thank our friends. Danielle's on. Uh, hi, Danielle. And, Amy. and yes, dropping a big truth bomb <laughs> about Afghanistan. And yes, hi, Amy. And WWTS1 with asking who to vote for. Yes. Thanks for joining us on YouTube. That was awesome. All right, my friends. Thank you guys for joining us and thanks for considering what it is you want to do with us. Hey, hey guys, Zara. Hey, Zara. Don't you go anywhere. You got to say goodbye. They hear a lot about you, Zara. <laughs> Sorry, wrong one. All right, bye guys. Talk bye. To you <laughs>